Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're newlyweds, engaged, looking to get married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 19 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in a marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, fitness, raising kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in a marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. Welcome to episode 30 of Destination Marriage. I'm Jackie. And I'm Tommy. And we are thrilled to have you join us on this journey today. Indeed. So this is uh, our first episode of the new 2021 year. I can't even say it yet. (laughs) Have you written it down yet? Have you had to write 21? I no, I haven't. Actually, I don't even think I've had to do it in in an email because my computer just automatically does it for me. Yeah, I haven't had I haven't had to write it down and mess it up and yeah, I haven't had to write a check. Not that I'm writing a lot of checks, but I'm just saying like I haven't had to write a check or anything like that. So, yeah. um, but I feel a little rusty. It's been a few weeks. Yeah, we've um, been, we've kind of taken a couple of weeks off. We had, we had a family in town for the holidays mm-hmm. and we also had not just uh, New Year's and Christmas, but it was our son's 21st birthday. So we had a, a big party and kind of went all out for him on that. That was fun. Yeah. I mean, 21 is a big deal. I think we were talking about it. Um, just kind of birthdays in general yesterday, how, you know, there's certain milestone birthdays and yeah, 21's a big 21's one. a big one. And you know, this year was obviously a little bit different where I'm sorry, 2020 was different. So we had to really be creative for his birthday because everything's closing early and yeah, the restaurants and stuff. Things obviously, um, are a little unique as far as how they're required to space the guest out right. or you have a, a number that you can only, you know, maximize a certain number of people in your party. So we did a little bit of a blended thing where we did, um, a portion of the birthday early, mm-hmm. earlier in the day out at a restaurant that he chose. And it's a really cool lounge as well. And, um, he wanted to order his first drink out, which I understand. And it was a little disappointing because they didn't card him. Yeah. That's kind of the whole <laughs> point. He I wanted know, like right? whip out his ID and be like, Oh, here you go. <laughs> I almost think certain places are kind of I don't know. I don't know if they're just overlooking that right now because everyone's wearing a mask. I actually heard that the other day that a lot of uh, I'm not encouraging anyone to do this. I'm saying <laughs> apparently a lot of young people are taking advantage, taking advantage because they're wearing a mask mm. in a store or in an establishment. And so they don't get carded. You know, that's first I've heard that. All I know is yeah. our son didn't get carded. He didn't get carded, but he was drink. perfectly legal. And um, yeah, so that was. <laughs> Yeah, we had a great time. So it was a lot of fun. It would have been it would have been hard to kind of carve out time to to sit down and focus on the podcast over the last couple of weeks. So it's kind of been nice, but it's you know it's also exciting because we're mm-hmm. back in the seat and we're really you know excited for the topic today. You know, we it's it's actually the second time we've done it. Yeah, but so I think been... this one is 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 different given that uh, the drastic changes and mm-hmm. chaos of twenty twenty. So certainly. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit different, but I think we're mm-hmm. excited about it. And it's kind of nice to take a breath and also focus on planning, right? which is really what we're, our topic is our annual planning. Yeah. So topic. 
every year, you know, we set aside a weekend to focus on our annual planning. And um, like Tommy had mentioned, this is something we've discussed before. So if you've been following us or listening to the podcast since last year, um, you probably have already listened to our first episode on annual planning. Um, but like Tommy mentioned, we're making some necessary changes and thought it might be helpful to some of you who have also experienced some unexpected, maybe life-altering changes as a result of 2020. Indeed. So um, I think it's best to, you know, maybe kind of do, if you haven't listened to it, maybe we can kind of go through like a little bit of a breakdown just to give everyone, our listeners, you know, kind of an understanding, you know, what is our annual planning? What does that look like for Tommy and Jackie? Yeah. And, and if we kind of start back at the beginning, it certainly has evolved and grown and it's become this, this it, something we look forward to each year. It's, mm-hmm. it's really kind of a, a really focused time. Uh, it started what in our kitchen table in our little rented condo, condo. years ago, mm-hmm. um, where it started with just kind of writing down some goals and, and it's really evolved to now where it's, it's almost structured. Like we have to do certain things. It we, actually wasn't our table either. It was, a, it was my grandfather's table. We were borrowing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how has it kind of evolved for us, babe? Um, well, I mean, I, you know, obviously looking back and just so you know, fun fact, um, this is our 20th annual planning. <clears throat> it is. Yeah. This is our, that's a, that's a big deal. We've been really consistent with it. Um, so as far as how it's changed over the years, and we obviously started really small, I think it was just sitting down with a piece of paper and a pen and we just were looking at, okay, we're renting a condo right now. And our first big goal was to buy a home. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had some goals that we really wanted to work towards when it came to our finances, because obviously with purchasing a home, we needed to be financially stable and we were just starting out. You know, we had certain things we know we wanted to do. We wanted to travel. All of these things cost money. So I think some of the things that we focused on, um, were more core things. We didn't really branch out into some of the other areas that we focus on now, which I think was probably best. You know, it probably would have been too much and we would have just bitten off more than we could actually Yeah. So for younger couples, you know, if you're, if you are going to kind of take up this kind of habit, you know, maybe, maybe don't start too big, right? Like yeah. focus on the core things that you have in front of your, your plate. And what are those goals that are mm-hmm. really important and really necessary to kind of establish a good foundation for you as a couple, mm-hmm. you know, and I think finances, is a huge one. I mean, it's the number one cause of divorce, right? Or, yeah. or discard differences over finances is what I understand. I don't know if that is accurate. I don't know if yeah, I don't COVID know quarantine has uh, overtaken that number. Yeah. Now it's like, you know, as people realize laundry. they don't really like each other. Or <laughs> I flat out don't like you anymore. Which <laughs> is kind of, you know, it's unfortunate, but you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah. So, so getting on a good foundation financially is really important because so much branches from that, your mm-hmm. ability to do a lot of things, uh, or buy things or give or, what you support, save. what you save, you know, it's all kind of, you have to agree on that stuff. Right. Um, you know, and, and foundationally we share all of our accounts. We don't, we have, now we have separate business accounts mm-hmm. because it was just business needs, but we share one checking account. Mm-hmm. We, we have access to each other's, all of our finances. Yeah. I think that's. Everything's transparent. Yeah. And I, and you can argue whatever way you want and I'm not going to make you know, kind of uh, disparage people that have different mm-hmm. opinions on that. I think for us, and I think that, um, for the couples and people that we've talked to, that is, uh, the way to do way to go. I think yeah. it, 
transparency and finances is, Mm -hmm. uh, is a huge, you know, it's, it's just, it's important in my opinion. Why, Why would you need to have separate checking accounts and, and this whole like split bills and stuff? I think that's silly. It's, it's our money. It's our, it's our expenses. We are one, right? (laughs) No, I think it's also important to, um, understand that everyone comes from different households. So, you know, and obviously we came from different households and Mm -hmm. didn't necessarily have, um, maybe the same instruction when it came to financial planning or, you know, when it comes to even transparency with finances. I mean, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I've even asked you that question, but, um, that's something that we have found it's healthiest for our marriage, for our relationship. Um, and we've always, if anyone's asked us, encouraged them to do the same. I think whenever there's, um, you know, maybe any hidden funds or you're not quite being as upfront and clear about, you know, what you're, what you're spending on, how can you really be on the same page when it comes to your goals financially? I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like you can't really put those to, those goals together if if there's some hidden agenda or hidden yeah, expenses. Yeah, I, I just, or... I don't see the logic there. Now, and certainly there's situations, you know, as, as maybe older couples that get married that are, you know, previously, um, you know, divorced. Right. You know, there's, there's all sorts, I get it. There's That's all sorts different. of scenarios that do come that. up. Mm-hmm. Um, but for, let's just say the kind of, the normal or relatively normal situation of a, of a new couple, mm-hmm. right? First marriages, they're raising kids, whatever that looks like. I, we just, I think that it's just really important to have mm-hmm. that as a foundation and yeah. agree on that. Right. I agree. And so obviously, you know, if you're going to go into this annual planning, that way you have everything in front of you and you have an, the same starting point essentially. Yeah. And I think that that goes regardless if one or, you know, if the wife or the husband is the one that manages all the money, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. It still should be transparent across no matter who's doing it. Right. I just, I don't see any reason to, to not do that. So I that's agree. a foundation, right? Yeah, so we kind of started with that and that's really kind of one of the things that grew. And then it's, it's really grown and, and I'm more of the, the spreadsheet nerd. So I build out the spreadsheet with the budgets and we, we agree on goals and mm-hmm. put money you know, dollar signs next to some of those goals. Cause some of them are related to spending money on travel or well, house stuff. Things, and- yeah. I mean, if you want to do home projects, if you want to make a new purchase, if you want to go on a vacation, all this is obviously going to be tied to what your, what your financial starting point looks like at the beginning of the year and mm-hmm. what your goals are, you know, as far as increasing that bottom line. Now I know everyone's a little bit different with, with their income. So you may be a salaried individual where yeah. you know exactly what you're going to make at the beginning of the year. Tommy and I are both in sales and we've always been in sales. So our income can fluctuate drastically, mm. um, which, you know, for us, we kind of have different goals when it comes to income because it can be based on performance. Right. So our spread actually, it is based on performance, it is based on performance <laughs> not just showing up. That'd be fantastic. But no, it's based I'm not on saying, not just saying, <laughs> If you have a salary, you're no, just showing I'm, I'm up. No, I'm saying but, uh, because ours is right. A very vari- uh, we have a variable, but um, we actually have more than one scenario. So I would encourage you, if you are in sales, like Tommy and myself, um, to have maybe best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay. And to be completely honest, we did not have a pandemic scenario last year. Yeah, we okay? didn't plan for the we COVID uh, the COVID scenario. And so that's really why we're going to make some changes because. Well, 2024 is our hand to make some changes and we have to look at things differently this year. But if you are in sales, you should have not 
just one, but at least two, maybe even three different scenarios, especially if both of you are in sales. Yeah. Well, you know, for, for us, and, and I've put the spreadsheet actually on our, on our website. So feel free to download that if you want, want to, um, you know, see what the spreadsheet looks like that we use, but it's, you know, there's, there's all sorts of budgeting tools and they've, they've certainly gotten more efficient mm-hmm. online where you can, you know, like for quick and you can actually build a budget and download all of your your actual expenses from your different credit cards or mm-hmm. checking accounts. Um, and then you can see your, your, your difference, yeah. which is nice. I still like the spreadsheet because we can play around with the income. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can certainly tweak the expenses very easily too. It's like, Hey, we want to decrease our spend on dining groceries. out or groceries. That's always the one. It's we never do the it. Groceries. Um, what is wrong with it? <laughs> But, we always say we're going to cut back on groceries. Uh, so just to be completely just honest with you guys, like that is our struggle. Okay, we spend so and much dining money out, on like food. The, the, yeah, we do spend a lot of money on problem food. with food. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so so okay. So let's kind of talk about the structure of what we do mm-hmm. in our in our process. First, before we get we we've kind of jumped into the budget thing. So let's keep going with that. So we have a spreadsheet yeah. that has links to different things. And so there's different tabs on the spreadsheet. The spreadsheet has a budget. Then we have on that master sheet, if you will, it has all of our expenses that mm-hmm. we expense out for every everything we we could possibly spend on. The income is because we're variable and we're commission based for, you know, we, I have a base and then a plus commission and Jackie has a, has her own business. So it's all, all variable there. Um, that there's separate tabs. So mm-hmm. you can play around with what you think you're going to make. And if we make this, here's what it would be and so on. And that then flows over to the spreadsheet. And then you can see your differences based on, you know, what your, what your plans are, what your goals are. Right. Then we also have like Jackie had mentioned, we have a home projects tab. So we'll sit there as we go through our, our planning process and say, okay, what projects do we want to work on this year? Mm-hmm. You know, for us, you know, last year <laughs> we actually finished a lot of the projects because of did. the quarantine. So we knocked out a lot of that, but you know, there's things that as our house gets older. So last year we replaced all of our appliances because they were just, they were just going, they were old, you know, well, our dishwasher was leaking. It all was over leaking. That was a problem. It was right? basically telling us like, I'm done. Yeah. Well, I think 2020 rolled around. I was like, I'm out here. We couldn't be on a phone call, <laughs> a work call, if the dishwasher was anything. going because it was so loud. It's pretty bad. So, you know, that was just one example. You know, uh, I think we have to be, you know, we want to replace our upstairs carpet. It's just, you know, carpet wears. It just gets older. Um, there's things like that as the house gets older that we have to plan for. So we put that into our home projects kind of plan. Mm-hmm. And then we can kind of triage things if something emergency like the dishwasher is leaking all over the floor and you can't fix it right you know you can kind of play around with that but you have like all the things and you kind of try to build in you know a level of importance a level of importance yeah. yeah so we just rank them based on we list them all out mm-hmm. and then we rank them yeah like what's most important you know and sometimes the cost certainly is going to be a a factor in that. Mm -hmm. And that's something actually we had learned through trial and error. Mm -hmm. Um, we didn't always rank things by level. Yeah. We just started doing that the last couple of years. Yeah. And that's really worked best for us because I think one year we were like, let's put everything. (laughs) We're going to travel the world this year. And it was like, then at the the end of the year, we're kind of just going back through our goals. We're like, Oh my gosh, we kind of put maybe a little too much on there. And I think it was so overwhelming and we really didn't, you know, 
figure out what we were going to be hyper-focused on that we felt like, oh, maybe we missed the mark on some, we didn't get to achieve everything we wanted to do. So that's definitely something we would encourage you to do. Level of importance, that's, yeah, that's and, going to be and key. We have two kind of columns. We'll have one that's actually has costs related to it. And then some are projects or things we wanted to get done around the house that were just effort, time. And so I listed all those out and just started knocking them out. It was nice to have that list, you know, I don't, just little things, you know, fix this, fix that. Maybe it costs 20 bucks, but it's, it's not really a cost. A lot of times I have the tools and the stuff. I just need to put the effort into mm-hmm. getting something fixed. So we list all those out. Um, and, and all that kind of spread flows over to the spreadsheet. Yeah. And so, so you can kind of tweak them based on, like you said, importance, or, um, maybe if you have a, a, a higher for us, you know, if we have a higher month income wise than we thought we can, you know, apply some more money to that. Some of those projects versus holding off, you know, based on, on where we're at. And some of our projects are also timed throughout the year, depending on season. Yeah. Outside versus um, inside. Yeah. yeah, So we'll have like outdoor projects that we'll focus Mm -hmm. on maybe come spring in preparation for the summer. Um, so we can get certain things prepared for summer guests or when the kids are over and stuff like that. So that's something else, depending on where you live, you know, you may have certain projects that are more applicable to the season. And I think from a budgeting standpoint, it's important to, to make sure you time where, you, where those things happen mm-hmm. during the year. You know, for us, like the pool each, each spring, it's, there's, you got to add in a few hundred bucks for chemicals and mm-hmm. cleaning and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's just important to, from a cash flow standpoint to understand where you're at. Right. One of the things we really focused on last year as well, and I created a new tab is kind of a debt kind of payoff plan, mm-hmm. right? So we had a whole list of, of different things we wanted to pay off, whether it's cars, credit cards, you know, whatever, whatever expenses that we wanted to kind of cut our monthly expenses. And, and mm-hmm. we just started knocking those out as we could. And so I think that's important too, is to have a plan. You know, there's the, the Dave Ramsey snowball, you know, start mm-hmm. with the smallest and, um, you build that mental momentum yeah. of seeing those things get knocked off. But, um, you know, and I certainly that's a great plan. I don't, don't knock it at all. It's, it's obviously been helpful mm-hmm. for millions of people. Um, but I think just having the plan in general has been really important to get started and agree on yeah. what you want to tackle as well. It just feels good too. There's something about it. I don't know. For me, it's, it kind of gives me, I don't know, puts my mind at ease, you know, just kind of seeing us attack those bills and get things paid off. Or, mm-hmm. or if we agree on, Hey, we're going to put X amount of dollars in the savings account, or there's just something about having that that understanding and reaching those goals together that gives me a peace of mind, you know, I just, yeah, it's it a good feeling. It feels good mm-hmm. and it's important. And, um, I think especially for anybody that has any variability in their income, mm-hmm. having everything mapped out as best as you possibly can yeah. and knowing, okay, boom, we had a few extra hundreds or thousands of dollars. Yeah. What can we pay off and what would that do? And so, um, we encourage you to, to go that route too. Or even if you don't, let's say, let's say you guys are already coming into this marriage like rock stars and you have no debt, you can apply the same thing to your savings plan or investments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, um, the spreadsheet, you know, has multiple tabs. You can kind of play with it however you want. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's, you can it's make helpful it color coded, right? I, I do like my color codes. You I know, put you haven't done a pie chart in a while though. That I don't do pie charts. You did do a pie chart one year when you were she's, telling me about my, she's lying. The, the amount of money I was spending on Starbucks. I remember that this was when 
I have Dylan no, was baby. no proof of that. We spent a lot of money on Starbucks. That I don't anymore, though. We haven't. Been, it's the line's always like thirty people deep. I, know, I don't I understand why people are like. Now. Do my pour over. But there was a year. I kid you not that you did a Starbucks pie chart. I love you for it. I don't know that there was a pie chart involved. It might have been a, a summary total of how much we spent on Starbucks. It was a circle. There were colors. <laughs> <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny that that happened. <laughs> So that's kind of the, the basis of a lot of what we plan through. And that takes a lot of time, um, going through that kind of line by line. And what I do for our planning is I will kind of build it out as best I can, um, prior to us sitting down and then going through it. And then we kind of agree on things and tweak it mm -hmm. and I build it out based on what we actually spent in the previous year. Right. And then what we, you know, what we want to do from a budgeting standpoint, mm -hmm. um, what else do we go over? So that's yeah, kind of so the, that's the, the finances are big ones, right? Yeah, I mean, so. cause there's so much that is involved with that, but, and then, and then before we kind of go off to the other stuff, that's not mm -hmm. necessarily financial, uh, we sit down and we talk about travel plans. Yeah. Like what, what do we want to do for as a family and what do we want to mm -hmm. do just me and you? Right. And that flows over to the budget as well. Yeah. And, and, um, we didn't do anything last year. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We went to Charleston we went for to our Charleston anniversary. It was for, great. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, we didn't do like our big, we always do like a big we tried family to, yeah, trip. We tried to, we did not know, do we, a family trip at no, all last we year. We always take the boys somewhere really big. Didn't get to do that. Um, we, we didn't fly anywhere. We did we not normally fly. fly a lot. Um, we didn't fly anywhere. We drove to Charleston. That was an amazing trip and I would totally do that again. I would love to go again this year. Um, but travel is a big piece of our annual planning because we do try to look at um, scheduling, of course, you know, because mm -hmm. we have kids that are in school. Um, we try to do a big family trip. We always try to do something special for anniversary. We typically do a spring break trip. So we'll go through kind of the calendar um, talking about, you know, the when and then figure out the where, the places we're interested in going. And then, of course, you go back to the budgeting because we have to figure it has to align with right. the foundation we've already laid when it comes to finances. Um, so this year, I mean, that would I would hope we're able to really <laughs> attack that list. Last year, we just, you know, obviously. Yeah, kind of went for up obvious window. reasons, um, you know, uh, the pandemic made changes to that. So we focus on other things, but, uh, the travel piece is probably the, the, the one tab that I love most because it's, <laughs> it's, it's fun. You know, it's exciting. It's like something that, you know, we were both interested in and it's also kind of a family goal if we're doing a big trip. Yeah. Which it's takes a lot motivating. of planning. Yeah. yeah. It's motivating. It It's, you put it on the, on the calendar almost, you know, well, well in advance. Cause we do have, you know, like Jackie said, certain times of the year, obviously our anniversary trip, we try to go right around our anniversary every time. Yeah. Um, and spring break is typically, uh, well now that Brandon's in, in college, it's, <laughs> oh, well, it used to be easy but, when they were both in the same school system because yeah. it was the same week. So now it's different. So that's, that's actually much more of a challenge now. Yeah. We may have to figure that out this year. I don't know how that's going to work. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the, the beauty of having a lot of variability, the beauty and the challenge mm -hmm. with variability and in income is we can kind of carve out a quick weekend to get away from me and you. And we do that as often as we can too. Right. You know, uh, but we kind of build that into the budget as to be determined. Yeah. Like but it gives us or, incentive. You right. know, it really does. It helps. Well, at least for, for, for myself. I mean, I feel like one of the number one things that I that motivates me when I'm working on, you know, my goals for the business or what I want to make is what 
you know, outside yeah, of what we're able to do as far as travel, those incentives, yeah. because I don't travel for work right now. I, mean, I work from home, um, which definitely has its perks, but let's face it. I mean, you, you need to change out. your scenery. <laughs> yeah. You need to change your scenery. Yeah. Um, and as much as I love being home, I really love traveling and I love traveling with you and of course the boys. So, so those are, those are really the, the big things and, and all that flows back on the spreadsheet, but it's, it's really fun to kind of sit down and just focus time and energy on, mm-hmm. on those goals, um, that are financial related and mm-hmm. they're certainly emotional related too. But then we, we also focus on a number of other things that we write down goals for. Yeah. And hold on, hold please. Can I just interject for one moment? Of I don't course mean to cut you, you off. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so one thing that we started doing a few years ago, and this was more along when Tommy was actually traveling pretty heavily for business, we were doing a lot of more focused manufactured spending um, that would help us with travel perks. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a position where you can do that, um, for example, if you have a, a credit card and you use it for your gas expenses, you use it for, um, you know, your, your flights for business and your company reimburses to pay that, um, get a credit card that you can actually earn miles. You can earn points and then yeah. you can use that for that your great. family that, that travel. Great. <laughs> What'd you say? That was great. When we oh, had all those that perks. was fantastic. I mean, it was, it was a, it was a give and take cause I hated the amount of travel I was doing. It was very stressful on the family mm-hmm. it just it's stressful in general on your body it's just not great right but when you would when we could fly pay, for pay free. for the flight with the credit card and then the company would reimburse you and then you get the miles for the credit card and you get the miles for flying them mm-hmm. that that tended to work out pretty in our favor pretty well yeah. it was kind of a balance you know having the, the those perks but mm-hmm. yeah you definitely. do have to be yeah have to be really disciplined with yeah. it the other piece you know if, if, like if you are very very disciplined with your spending you can, when it comes to manufactured spending, use your credit card um, for your groceries. Use it for your gas. This means you already set aside the cash. So as soon as you have used the credit card, you pay it off. You pay it off immediately. Very disciplined. Yeah, and it's, then you're gaining the points. You're gaining the points. Yeah. You're not gaining the interest. You're not paying interest on it, but you're building those miles. Yeah. And when I used to have those being reimbursed every two weeks via my company mm-hmm. and my expense report, it would just immediately go right back towards the credit card and pay it off. It was, yeah. it was easy to do it in that, uh, in that process, but right. that's not really well, part Well, cause of you're the... getting double for your money. You're getting points and right. then, you know, you're, you're paying it off immediately. So you're still staying structured with your spending. But, um, now obviously Tommy's not traveling like that. So we'll have to do that a little bit differently and won't, we won't be able to ramp up on our points quite as aggressively, but, but I would definitely say as a general rule, you know, agree on that as husband and wife. And if, if you're going to go down that route, which can be beneficial, but it also is, you know, risky if you're not disciplined because all of a sudden you're building up credit card debt and adding interest to things that are, should be just cash pay. Right. And so you gotta be really careful and disciplined and agree on it as a couple. Mm -hmm. That's really, I think the big thing. Yeah. Indeed. Totally agree. So we, we focus on a few other things. We right? do. So we focus on health and fitness. That's mm-hmm. something that's really important to us. And, um, you know, if you guys are following us on Instagram or if you've listened to other episodes, we've talked about health and fitness. That's something that's a huge p- part of our life. So when it comes to health and fitness, we tap into our weight goals. Um, usually this time of the year, we're like, you know, we need to cut a few pounds um, because we, <laughs> Thank you, Christmas we indulge, pies. you know, yeah with cookies, cocktails, all the carbs. Um, 
if we're going to sign up for a race, yep. uh, we always kind of agree on like the races we want to do. Um, Tommy has done a number of races that I, I haven't me, been a part of, but yeah, for me, it's just great because it gives me like a goal to train for too. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Honestly, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but as you get older, it's harder to just, it sounds silly, but just to work out for your health, right? <laughs> like that's a goal. That, but And I understand that, but that doesn't, races don't really motivate me. Right. And so for you, you, you have that discipline to work out for your own health and you know, how you feel and look. But for me, honestly, it's, if I have that goal and I know that in three months I've got X race and I've got to get to a certain kind of level of endurance mm-hmm. and strength. That's so much more motivating for me. Are you doing a Spartan this year? I plan to. Yeah. I haven't really mapped it out, but looks like the half marathon is back on in, in March. Tommy so. wants me to run this half marathon with him. I've never run one, so I've never been a big runner. And, um, I don't know that's if a, I should that's do a this. Big, that's a, I know for some people, 13.1 is like, oh, that's what I did yesterday, but more power to you if that's you. Not me. So I've got to push myself to really get to that, that yeah. half marathon. Oh, you can totally do it. For me, it's more of the fact that when they have this race in March, it's freezing here. And the last time I did this race with you, it was 29 degrees. We did the 8K. Okay. We did the 8K. Right. Okay. But it was still 29. Whether or not I ran a mile or an 8K, it was 29 degrees when I was (laughs) at the starting starting point. point. And I couldn't feel my toes. So you warm up. Yeah, I guess so. You warm up pretty good. I don't know. So that's kind of the goal. I think I'm going to run that. We'll see. I'll let you know if I show up that morning. (laughs) Where's where's my wife? (laughs) She lied. I'm at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I got a pie chart for you. Start the pie So chart. yeah, so uh, yeah, that's an example. So if you have, if you if you do have health goals or mm-hmm. you know whatever those are, I really, you know, setting that goal and then having that out there in the future for me, it's really helpful. You yeah. know, so if I run a number of Spartans this year, I, I really want to get my trifecta. Mm-hmm. Um, that means I've got to do a, a sprint, a beast, and a. And a super, the a beast, beast. That sounds aggressive. It is aggressive. It's it's thirteen point one miles of of trail, and you know thirty obstacles, whatever it is. You can do it, babe. We'll see. But that, having it. the goal out there really helps me to train for it. Yeah. And I, the side benefit is obviously my health is better. Right. right? I see your point. I think that um, having those goals. I'm sorry, the races um, already or goals. It could or, be yeah. whatever that goal is. Have a, have a goal in front of you, and it's mm-hmm. so much easier to be motivated to go get it. That's the way I work. Yeah. For me, it's just honestly how I feel. So when I, I feel better in my clothes, it helps my mental health going to the gym sure. and I just have more energy. I, I can feel it when I'm off, you know, when I'm not yeah. going to the gym, I'm not eating right. Um, I would also encourage anybody out there that if this is not something that you typically do, or you feel like health and fitness, oh my gosh, where do I even begin? Um, you know, there's so many wellness coaches or even apps and different tools that you can tap into, um, to help you get started with that. So not to make it seem like it's overwhelming. You don't have to do a Spartan, but you know, if it's, Hey, (laughs) (laughs) I want to just get to the gym. Our first one we did was the little 5k one, right? The rugged maniac, which looking back was really, you know, we were, it was, it was fun. But it wasn't really hard. It was. There were a couple of things that were hard for me because I'm not. But look tall. how far we've come from a fitness standpoint because we kind of shot for that as our first goal, and then True. it's we've we've really grown and. I almost want to do it again to see how much better oh, you would I could kill do. It. You would kill it. I almost want to see like, can I beat my time? But I don't think they're doing those mud races in the midst of this Some COVID, pandemic. COVID streams to go through. You can't really wear a mask in that situation. But. Yeah. Um, 
So, but I think one of the, so that kind of brings up a good point. Something that for, that's kind of overarching for this whole thing. And one of the reasons we do this mm-hmm. is, and I don't know what the data is, but I remember last time I looked it up, Yeah, you know, you're like 50% more likely to achieve a goal if you write it down. The actually, actual process of writing it down. Was it 50%? I actually it was, thought it was higher than that. Whatever Maybe it was, like, yeah, it's significantly higher. Right. So that's one of the reasons we write all this stuff down. Yeah. You know, whatever format that looks like for you, write it down, mm-hmm. agree on it, talk about it. Yeah. So You're more so you likely guys, to achieve it. When we do this, a lot of times, even though Tommy has a spreadsheet out and he's in front of the computer, I still have my notebook out and I, sure. I like to write. You know, because we're still thinking creatively around our plan. And so even though we're kind of both writing things down, I don't know. There's something about writing, making, I love taking notes. You know, mm-hmm. I like a fresh notepad. I feel like sure. with a fresh notebook, anything's possible. <laughs> I saw actually a meme today, today on, on Instagram. It was, it was about, um, you know, going to the gym mm-hmm. as a gym, but I think it applies to whatever those goals are mm-hmm. is like, you know, you're in a good place when it takes more discipline to skip a day at the gym than it does to get motivated to go. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's a good, a good way of looking at it. Like if you miss a day and you're like, Oh man, I missed a day and it like bothers you. Yeah. That's a good thing. Right. It does bother me. Right. It does bother me. But when you I get in like... that groove of not going, it's easy to stay in that groove of not going mm-hmm. mentally. Like, eh, <laughs> not today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. So, so other things that we also, um, mm-hmm. aside from health and fitness, um, home projects, and we, I know that we talked we about that earlier. That. Yep. Um, but aside from projects uh, with under the home, we also focus on decluttering. Amen. So, <laughs> Tommy loves to declutter, and um, you know, I know a lot of people do this during the spring, like spring cleaning. It's kind of the same thing and we right now are talking about our attic and how it's taking over again the we already did one big don't even know how years ago i, don't I know, even how. know how <laughs> i know how we declutter that downstairs and it just gets cluttered upstairs we can barely get into the attic now it's ridiculous it's not that bad it's you it's can just, get in there yeah you, you can can't get, get around it not as well so that's gonna be we talked about that as like okay that's let's gonna be set on aside the you know some yeah. time and and really get rid of some stuff be yeah. honest about what we want to keep and Right. You know, what's quote sentimental and what's just like, do we really need that? You know, is I, it really keep, serving a purpose? I've kept a lot of things that were the boys when they were little. Yes, you have. Because I thought maybe they'll want it one day. Multiple tubs. <laughs> it's, it's a little ridiculous. I know. We need to go through it. I'm ready to declutter. So decluttering. And if, of course, like we had mentioned, if you have an older house or, you know, there's anticipated maintenance, maintenance yeah, issues which, yeah. you know typically every season there may be some maintenance and um that you need to do Just plan for it as yeah. best you can and then it's not a shock or a surprise when it happens mm-hmm. exactly um and then spiritual is something that we Absolutely. include and um you know this is something that is always i think something that we should always be kind of um working on you know where, yeah it's not where a can we... set a goal and then just go get it so it's an all, all everyday type of thing but yeah. there are there are some hard kind of goals that we put down as yeah. far as tithing and mm-hmm. the church attendance, which again, right. 2020, it's made it very, That's really very crazy. Year. Mm-hmm. And really we're certainly not going to get into the, you know, churches being closed versus the other businesses being open, but mm-hmm. you know, but uh, it, you know, it's, it's just changed how we're able to attend, but you know, I, regardless of whether or not you're able to attend um, physically or virtually, like there's still certain things a part of that, you know, how we're really plugging in and, um, you know, how we want to not only as husband and wife, but how we really want to make sure that's something that is 
you know, important Fo- right. and a heavy focus in our home life and for so our children. So there's family goals, there's mm-hmm. marriage goals there, and then certainly there are individual things mm-hmm. that, you know, that you want to spoke, focus on or I want to mm-hmm. focus on in our, in our walk. So. Right. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, the other thing that we talk about, um, when we sit down to do our goals and uh, our annual planning, um, obviously most of this is as husband and wife and it still is, but we're still individuals. So, you know, I have individual goals mm-hmm. Tommy has individual goals. Um, and I know there's a little bit of a debate. I did read something recently and it was like, should you share your individual goals with your spouse? And I don't, what do you think? Uh, yeah. Well, that's silly. I mean, maybe some things you keep to yourself, but like what? I, I don't know. I, I, I can't think of anything off the top I of my head. I want to write more love letters to my wife. You remind me that that's a goal of mine. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. But I think, well, to answer that question, I think, and this goes with some of our other stuff. One of the things that we've also, um, I think it kind of came with the whole priority ranking around home projects in particular, mm-hmm. but you know, it's also good to bounce ideas off. That's part of the reason we do it together. And one of the things we've really been more, mm-hmm. I guess, assertive with the last couple of years has been, um, let's take an honest look at that goal. Mm-hmm. Is that really realistic? Yeah. And if it's not realistic, you know, that's, we, you know, there's the whole smart goal thing, right? And, and part of that is the R and, and that is, is it realistic? Mm-hmm. You know, because if you create all these unrealistic goals, you just, you're not going to achieve them and it's going to clutter up your mind and your, your, your brain. So I think saying those goals and it's not to downplay somebody's dreams or goals, but it's to, it's to put them in perspective a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? And, and again, it's, it's not, if you say, I want to do this and I'm like, babe, that's not something you should do this year. You know, it's all on how you kind of approach it and how you discuss it. But Sometimes you have to kind of, and this is, I, I don't know, I struggle with this because you, you know, you, you don't want to, I'm more of a dreamer. Okay. Let's but you don't want to dissuade people or, or, you know, hurt no, their spirit, but you also not. have to, maybe that's why they're saying, don't share with their maybe. spouse. They're going to kill your dreams. No, I was thinking more it's along the lines balance. of, I like to share my individual goals with you because I think it's, I think of it this way. If you share them with your spouse, then that person can encourage you. There's a level of accountability. My individual goals may be things that really just don't pertain to you because maybe it's things that I'm focused on like as a mom. You know, these are things that I want to do with the boys. Right. As a mom, I want to change this or I want to do this in our home. Um, I'm not saying you would be on top of me nagging me about it. I'm saying, but you know, checking in saying, Hey, or encouraging me. Encouragement. Yeah. More of encouragement. Encouragement and accountability to the goals yeah. that you set for yourself. It could be, it could be little things in too. a positive way. You know, they, they really, focus, c- we really want to focus on the positive impact of telling each other our goals. Right. Not being not, a, not, yeah. <laughs> not being a Debbie downer. Like right. you'll it, never do that. Yeah. That's different than being realistic. You know, if I said, I want to make $2 million this year. And I would if, say, Go for it. I know. Go for it. But also you can do it, but, but also there's the reality of if I put my head in that cloud, it could also be a negative emotionally. If I don't reach that, you know, you just gotta, you gotta find a balance there with what's, what's a dream. I say shoot for the moon. I agree a hundred percent, but there's also that, you know, if you shoot for the moon and miss the world is your oyster. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> 
if you shoot for the moon and miss emotionally, that could be a, a negative too. So what if do you, you how shoot do you for the moon that? and miss, hear me, if you shoot for the moon and, the, and miss, but you hit a star. Okay. Oh, is that gosh. really failure? You, how many analogies do you have? Is it really Just failure? You're going to be like, well, kind of missed the moon, but still I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> no, I agree. You <laughs> want to have stretch now. goals. You want to have all those things. I agree, babe. Shoot. Maybe if it's, maybe, maybe, okay. Take income aside, right? Like if it's getting a, a whole bunch of different things done, we mm -hmm. did this last year a lot. It's like, it was around home projects and it was like, all right, we're biting off more than we can chew. Yeah. Right. It's more about that kind of stuff, not like goals for yourself and, mm -hmm. you know, but if I said, I want to run a marathon in three months, you might want to be like, uh, Tommy, uh, that ain't happening. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't well, say you that. Should. I would encourage you, even if you think about it this way, even if you didn't do the, even if you didn't complete the marathon. Okay. But you took the last three months and committed that time to working out and preparing and training. Are you really going to care if you didn't do the marathon, but you're feeling fantastic? But what if I, probably not, but okay. But the flip side of that is, oh, what does that entail? That means every Saturday I'm carving out half the day just to run like, and I'm killing my family too at the same time. So like, there's things you got to be mindful of with, the, with, you've been home a lot. So you <laughs> like, get the hell out of the house. <laughs> I feel like okay, point most taken. married people that are working from home, they'd be like, go run. I need to clean the house or I need to go like, I don't want to see your face. <laughs> I want to okay. take a bubble bath. Did you hear that people? She's like, please go, leave. Go run 12 leave. miles. No, but I mean, <laughs> I'm just, you know, you're killing me, Kuiper. I get your point. I'm just saying, even if it's a really big goal and it may seem unattainable to your spouse, I don't think that we should maybe be too quick to try to kill. I agree. I agree. That dream. Maybe put things in perspective, maybe ask questions around how do you plan on reaching that goal? Right. Is that a nice way of saying that ain't happening? <laughs> <laughs> way to just rip the bandaid off. <laughs> but that's the beauty of having a, a conversation and, and throwing it all on the table, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and just and, so you know. And, but that's also, and so, you know, there's a lot of that goes back to who you let speak into your life. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have big goals and dreams, you don't go throwing those out to everybody. Cause you're going to hear a lot of people that are just going to immediately downplay it for whatever reason. I'm not, you know, we're in a trusting environment between the two of us where we can be, is this a safe place? It is a very safe place. <laughs> trust tree. <laughs> I thought we were in the, the trust tree. Are we not? <laughs> um, but I mean, it's, it's important to, to when you're, you're sharing those goals, do it with people that you trust that can speak into your life. And for us, that's a lot of that's me and you. Right. And so I guess, you know, if, if I'm coming down across as a Debbie Downer, uh, it's not in a, it's, it's more because we trust each other and we can, we can share our goals with each other without being worried that we're going to get criticized for it. Right. And it's I not would, a criticism issue. It's mm -hmm. a, let's, let's be let's put that in perspective and be realistic about what we can achieve this year. Yeah. And, and, and to your point also, and this has kind of always been my motto. I don't put my goals or our goals on blast. I never do that. Never. Um, you know, we actually had a number of things in place for this podcast in 2019 and didn't actually execute on the podcast till 2020 when we had a lot of time on our hands <laughs> quarantine, but Nobody knew in 2019 
everything we kind of had already laid out. Yeah. Um, and we just normally do that because I think, and the other pieces, even if someone's not saying anything negative, because I don't like to say that everyone's going to be negative, but, um, when you have a lot of chatter, that can be a distraction. And I, I tend to not work well with a lot of distraction. I can't be in a creative place mentally. If right. I have a lot of, you know, opinions all around me, I need to be very hyper-focused. And I know, and that's one of the things where I try to protect you. And some of that's protecting you from yourself of putting it on blast and throwing it out there because people are negative. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, I try to protect your spirit there by saying, Hey, just mm-hmm. don't, don't tell people. Yeah. Oh, you know, and tell I really people don't. you trust. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying like, that's just an example of We've why it's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's why it's important to, to have that conversation with people that you allow to speak into your life. Right. So as we finish up, let's talk about some of the kind of very specific things that are changing yeah. this year. And we, as we plan versus, you know, in every other year that we've done this, yeah. you know, some are not that unique, but I think that, um, as we look at the, the whole COVID thing, one of the big ones for us is, is how we look at our travel. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know, you've got to be really mindful of that safely traveling. Mm-hmm. If you choose to fly, you know, be, be very careful. Obviously if where you're traveling, know, what that place of, if you're going out of the country, what their rules are. Yeah. Cause you hear these, these horror stories of people being quarantined and, you know, imagine being quarantined your entire vacation if you Actually, go out of the country. Right. Yeah. And I've heard some places are requiring that you quarantine for two weeks before you're able to just yeah, so travel if, about. So that who has that kind of time, especially as yeah. you're planning it, just be very mindful of that. I think, mm-hmm. um, this goes without saying, but you know, paying off as much debt as you possibly can and freeing up resources and providing mm-hmm. cushion for yourself, I think is probably more important this year mm-hmm. than in previous years, just because of the unknowns. Right. We definitely learned that. I'm grateful that we were able to, you know, tap into some of the savings that we were able to uh, put aside, but yeah. I want to be even more disciplined now, you know, having mm-hmm. gone through last year, you know? Yeah. Cause if, you know, you do have the financial cushion, if you can provide that for yourself, through disciplined spending and disciplined saving, it, it provides that cushion. It, it's, it's not as dramatic, mm-hmm. you know, if the job market, it fluctuates, right. you know, we've got a new president, we've got, uh, you know, the quarantines are still in place. Mm-hmm. Um, so on that note, companies still have been impacted yeah, and, you and know, right we, now are still working through that. So, you know, obviously it's a domino effect. I know some people are still, you know, thriving in the midst of this, but a lot of people have had to make financial changes. So if you can this year, really get rid of maybe the wants and focus on the needs and, yeah. and pour into those, those savings accounts or that nest egg or security blanket, I would do so. We're going to be doing that more so. Yeah. And I think, you know, as, as we kind of, as we talk about specifics to the, to the 2020 crap year that it was, mm-hmm. there's two things that come kind of pop in my mind around planning. One you know, there's still a lot of quarantining and there's still a lot more, you know, a lot more people working from home. Take advantage of the time mm-hmm. of, instead of maybe, uh, which we know, or is a fact, there's a lot of, of fights and a lot of, you know, divorces happening right now, unfortunately. So clearly there's people are focusing their energy in a negative way on mm-hmm. each other. You know, t- take that time to, to get things done around the house, to mm-hmm. pick up a hobby that you, you know, instead of, focusing on the negative focus on those things you can improve and within the environment you're in mm-hmm. you know your house your you know 
spending time with the kids in a positive way. Yeah. And, and just um, in your relationship as husband and wife, right. I mean, I feel like, um, we got even closer in 2020. We were able to, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we talked about it a few times. Like I'm glad we like each other because yeah. a lot of people, um, you know, it's been really hard and, and I understand that. And I mm-hmm. think there's, there's the other is, you know, I think it's really important, you know, for like for our younger son, now they're back to for the next few weeks, virtual, all virtual, mm-hmm. you know, they were kind of split and man, I, it's, I think there's going to be some repercussions emotionally for young kids mm-hmm. that we haven't really dealt with yet. He's lonely, you yeah, know, at certainly. times because, you know, you can They're only not having that social so interaction. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah. So with that said, I would think plan on a lot more. How do we get out of the house safely and where can we go locally and spend right. more time out of the house? We're going to be really creative this year. Yeah. I'm excited, um, you know, to kind of sit down with a travel piece. I want to be really creative around some fun things we can do. Um, different trips that we've yeah, never just, done. Just get out of the house yeah. as best you can too. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now I do want to ask you though. So what do you think just so our listeners know, and maybe they have a better understanding of like how this could ben- be beneficial to their marriage. How do mm. you think this has been beneficial to us? To us? Well, mm. I mean, it, it, it's now it's become a, an annual, it has been an annual thing for years. I look forward to it. It helps us with transparency when we both have those agreements on things. And then if things don't go exactly according to plan, it's much easier to, to look at our goals and our what our budget and what our things were mm-hmm. and we can say, Hey, we're down or we're up, Yeah, you know, without having to necessarily, I don't want to say hide it from each other, but like feel bad about it. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you have a bad month or I have a bad month or I have a good month, you have a good month. Right. It's much easier just to kind of, to have those conversations. Um, for me, I'm like I said, I'm the spreadsheet nerd. So like having mm-hmm. it all written down in a, in that kind of format is really positive for me. Just like you said, having your, mm-hmm. your notebook with your goals and those kind of things is important for you. So I think emotionally it's, it's really positive. It brings us closer. Mm-hmm. So one of the <laughs> kind of on that note, babe, Yeah. let's talk about how we actually do it. We talked about what we did, but yeah. what, what it looks like, how we, how we do it. Yeah. So every year when we do the annual planning weekend, we always go away. Yes. Um, and we typically stay within, I don't know, maybe a three, four, Hour Less, radius, at least a, yeah, because I don't yeah, think we go for it farther than no. three hours. You always drive. Yeah. It's, it's something very focused. It's not a vacation. Yeah, it's not. We're not going to a place where we're going to have a million distractions. It is very focused on you know what we're doing. Our goal there is to focus on the annual planning. Now, of course, we have you know relaxation together. We always have some delicious meals, and right. we typically bring um, maybe a favorite bottle of wine. And we just enjoy our time together. And, um, you know, usually it's two nights. Um, and there have been a few years where maybe it's only been one. Mm-hmm. Like we said, our first year started out at the dining room table. So we didn't go anywhere that year. But, <laughs> um, but at this, least a night away. Yeah. No distractions, no kids, mm-hmm. not a place. And it's seasonal. You know, it's winter time, So it's we're not going to a warm beach mm-hmm. or anything. You know, this year we're going back to Nags Head. But mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's off season. So it's a very quiet well, to duck actually to duck yeah. yeah but um the outer banks mm-hmm. but it's a it's a nice little place yeah it's, if it's really not, cute and it, it's called the sanderling so yeah. if you're ever in the outer banks and you're looking for and i i know in the summertime it's it's pretty busy there but right now it's off season so it's pretty quiet um but yeah it's 
going to just be really focused. And we do it every year. We'll go, we've done like a little cottage before. I mean, typically it's freezing outside. So Mm -hmm. where we are, you may live in a place where it's really warm right now. You know, if you're in Florida or I don't know, wherever you are. But (laughs) but for us, we found it to be really beneficial to get away in a quiet place Mm -hmm. outside of the house. I mean, you can do it in the house if you need to. For us, we look forward to just having a couple days away Mm -hmm. of just focusing on this. Yeah. Just focusing on each other, not worried about the dishes in the sink or doing things or where we're at. We don't worry about what, you know, doing exciting or Mm -hmm. adventuresome things. It's just a quiet time. Yeah. And we found that to be the most impactful for us. Right. And then you kind of feel like, okay, well, A, it's the start of the year. Um, You've had that time to just kind of clean slate, put together your plan. And then I think at the end of the weekend, I don't know about you. I know I'd asked you, how do you think it's been beneficial to our mm-hmm. relationship? For me, I feel like it's been beneficial to our relationship because we, we are going into the year with the same understanding of where we want to be at the end of the year, right. where we want to be at half point of the year. And so one yeah. of the things I did want to also touch on is as a result of 2020, how do you think we're going to execute our plan this year? Since last year, we kind of just we had to throw our hands up at half of the plan. Yeah. What are we going to do differently as far as executing and pivoting after coming out of quarantine and this pandemic? I think it's more important this year to keep track of where we're at towards our goals. Okay. Not that we don't. Like a in quarterly check-in. Yeah. We've talked about doing that in the past. We haven't been disciplined with that. Mm-hmm. I well, think... we were going to do it last year, but last year decided no. Right. <laughs> we, we've, well, we've been, tr- we've been trying to do that the last couple of years yeah, and I we know. haven't been really good at well, it. But I mean, last year was kind of like what we're going to check. It in. really, yeah. Like it was, it was a free for all. It, yeah. it was a keep your head above water type yeah. of year for us. Um, which I know for some, it, it was worse than that. For some, it was, Hey, this is great. It's mm-hmm. a boom. You know, whatever you're at, it doesn't change the fact that you need to have a plan. Right. I don't know that because we've, I think we've, 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 structure it pretty well. I don't think we need to pivot too much. Mm-hmm. We just need to, I think the things we agreed on, like we've got to have as much cushion as we possibly can, you know, for, mm-hmm. for the variability in our income this year and just be ready for more ready for, you know, baseline or ready for less, either yeah. way, whatever those scenarios, you know, end up, obviously well, we work hard for the more yeah. <laughs> the positive, but be well, prepared for, for the worst. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, I think for, for me, when I'm just kind of individually looking at pivoting i'm thinking more along the lines of kind of reflecting on what has changed last year how does that apply to us this year in terms of our business um even with the podcast you know for us um the podcast is definitely going to be on we didn't listen list that but for us you know if you guys are you have a creative thing that you're working on as Mm -hmm. well and you know this is our creative space that's something that we're also going to be talking about. So maybe we're going to look at, you know, how we're going to make some changes to that in the new sure. year. Um, so if you work in a certain industry that maybe your approach, it didn't, your approach maybe in 2019 was fantastic. Didn't work well in 2020. Now you need to pivot for me when I'm looking at my business this year, right. I'm going to have to pivot and make changes in my marketing approach, um, how I'm driving new business. So I'm looking at it that way. Yeah, that's a good point. Something we haven't talked about is mm-hmm. we do sit down and we, you know, you kind of really focus as part of this. Again, it's us talking to each other about it is right. you, you map out for your business. Here's my goals. Here's maybe some things we should do differently. Like you said, marketing approach and the same for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just started a new, a new role. So for me, it's all kind of new with what I'm focused on, but, mm-hmm. um, I think 
for this purpose, that's a little outside since it's, it's a company job versus your business. Right. Um, so, but you know, those, those goals sitting down and, and discussing them mm-hmm. and yeah, it's a good point. It's like, how are we going to, what are we going to do different this year from a, from a business standpoint? Right. It's really important. And, yeah. and whatever that is in your life. A lot of industries you know? have changed and mm-hmm. things in your home may have changed. Even just if you have kids that are now, um, strictly virtual, cause there are certain places that are strictly virtual. There may be things that, you know, you have to look at this year that you realize, okay, we need to make some changes here for the yeah. flow of our household. Agreed. Um, and just like I said, with traveling, that is something we're going to have to be creative around. I don't think we're going to do things quite the same, yeah. um, because we flew and there were some places that we would go to pretty regularly. And I think maybe this is an opportunity to try something different. Sure. Um, so instead of, you know, looking at it like, oh, I can't really go there because they're not allowing anybody in. Um, where, where else can we go? Where haven't we been, you know, and yeah, let's turn, do something flip different. The negative to a positive. Like, yeah. OK, what you know, the kids are at home all the time. OK, well, what can they do? What can we add to them mm-hmm. add to their lives that's beneficial with where they're with where we're at? And where Mopping we have the to floors. be I'm well, just playing. Yeah, more chores, man. They <laughs> got to learn. But I mean, you know just thinking creatively around your entire lives and mapping it out. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important. Yeah. So I agree. Well, I am so excited. So tomorrow we're going to be heading out for annual planning. Yep. Um, and I'll definitely share some, some additional details and where we're at, where we stay on our Instagram. So be tuned to take a look at that as well. But thank you guys for being patient with us. I know it's been a couple of weeks since we've been MIA, but hopefully you had a wonderful holiday season. And again, happy new year. Yeah. And if you guys had any questions about what we do and any specifics, man, feel free to to hit us up on Instagram or email us. You know, we'd love to give, you know, maybe specific feedback around, Mm -hmm. um, you know, situations or some, some of the things maybe we didn't talk about. Yeah. If you guys have also do anything right now, that's maybe outside of what we shared in your annual planning, let us know. We'll be able to share We'd that on our share Instagram. That. So thanks again, again, guys, thanks for tuning in and we'll be back as, uh, we'll be back next week. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have a great weekend. All right, bye, guys. bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.